0: Hey, greetings, everybody, and Thanksgiving week on the stare down. It's the Sports Talk and Real Estate Podcast with Sean Carpenter, in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida, and Shay Brewer out in Portland, Oregon. Top Meininger is in the bullpen. He might be joining us later, guys. He's at a Suns Lacrosse tournament down in Florida. So he's going to try and jump in with us as he can. But let's go quickly around the horn, see what's going on. Bill, down there, I understand you had some good weather this weekend.
1: Yeah, beautiful. 65, 70 degrees. It's going to warm up to the, uh, Mid-70s, maybe touch 80 on Thanksgiving Day. So uh, I'm excited. My son flies in Thanksgiving Day. He's here for the weekend. We got two rounds of golf scheduled, so that's great. And, uh, you know, played this morning, had a good time, won a little bit of money. And in and, and our league, Sean, I think I've told you, they have the FedEx Cup, right, where you get points mm-hmm. based on where you finish. Well, the final two weeks of the FedEx Cup are coming, and they double the points, so mm-hmm. if you can pull off a win, it's a thousand points. I'm currently 800 points out of first, but I'm only four points out of the money behind Anthony Malafronte. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of so fun. Be,
0: it'd be nice to see you guys both move up and get in the money, but. yeah, uh, well, Rick
1: Schaub's in second, right? I'm in Anthony's fifth. I'm sixth and Carney's 12th. So okay. all of us with a win, you know, get in the money easily. So it's going to be fun.
0: Good, good. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Shay, how about you, buddy? What's going on with you out West?
2: Oh man, just uh just living it up in the Pacific Northwest. Actually very little rain thus far in the fall, which has been extremely uh extremely joyful. Be able to get out and actually enjoy the uh the elements still before the rain comes in.
0: Now is it sunshine or, or just, just not raining? No, we actually uh we actually get sunshine. Believe it or not, I was get actually out. able to, to get
2: see
0: out. November all week. November yeah. sunshine? <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. Maybe it's this global warming thing. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You should go to Yale and protest that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um. Yeah, We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Guys, for me, I had a a fun, uh, fun weekend that that, will segue us right into the college football talk because I got my chance to go to my first Buckeye game in I think maybe two or three years. I haven't been. And my son, Ryan, uh, had a buddy who gave him a couple of tickets to the Penn state Ohio state game. And so he was really excited about it. So we, I got in late Friday night from my trip to Arkansas via Tulsa, and we went down to the Ohio State-Penn State game. So let's, let's start there in college football. That was the only m- matchup this weekend of ranked teams, number two versus number nine, I believe. Uh, it was interesting because Fox was there with Urban Meyer and Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush and, and uh, who's the other guy from Brady
1: Quinn. Yeah. Uh,
0: and at the other end of the stadium was college game day. Wow. Yeah, and even though it was a Fox noon game, College Game Day realized it was the only game of the of the week of consequence. Uh, it was kind of funny because uh, the, there was a, a movement afoot from Ohio State fans, you know, trying to boycott Game Day because ESPN is a SEC homer, you know, and they don't give up Buckeyes respect. And look, for a lot of those kids, they've never had a chance to see Game Day. It was packed. I mean, Game Day was was loaded. They had Eddie George as the picker. Um, so we went down, had great seats, enjoyed a great game. The atmosphere was great. It was. Chase Young's first game back uh, since his two-game suspension. Uh, and then How he convenient, had a by the
1: way. Can we mention that? Yeah. He gets to come back. He had a
0: bye week, <laughs> a bye week, three, before. And, guys, he was lights out. He was just mm-hmm. unbelievable. Uh, I'm not sure if you watched it, but, you know, first play of the game, uh, kind of comes in almost untouched and and throws the quarterback off. Um, fun game. OSU wins 28-17, although it was one of the uh, kind of the ugly games at Ohio State, three turnout, three fumbles. Um, Un- uncharacteristic, but maybe a good game to kind of get him focused for heading into Ann Arbor next week against another Michigan team that, that won again. Did you guys happen to see any of the game any thoughts on it Shay or, or bill
2: I got to I, I, I watched the entire game Sean, I want to ask you since you
0: were there though how fast is Chase Young off the ball It's unbelievable I mean we were we had they have um we were in a deck which is the the main bowl down below and we were in row one. And and then there's double A, which is about eight rows below us that goes down almost to the edge of the field, so we literally were looking almost straight on, Shay. And that first play, once again, uh, you know, Penn State, the the kick was short. They ran it back to like the 45 yard line, whatever it was. And so we're like looking right over Shay over Chase's shoulder as he was going into the quarterback, and they didn't have a tight end on him or anything. And I mean, it wasn't even close. That guy w- totally whiffed on him, and it was just over and over again. And you saw how. You know, you could probably see from the press box camera view how often he takes a wide route and still gets mm-hmm. to the quarterback. You know, and and the way the Buckeyes, you know, they, they get that speeder on the edges, and if they get the push up front, there's no pocket for the quarterback to step up into. So he's he's really really good, Shay.
2: I, I know he missed some time, but it's it's hard to it's hard to not consider this guy in the Heisman race, right? Like yeah. Yeah. he's probably the best defensive player we've seen in the last five years on that side of the ball. He just wrecks havoc every single play.
1: Is is the oh, yeah. last guy last guy this good, maybe Miles Garrett, when you're talking about
0: Pass rush?
1: college players, yeah.
0: And Domenick and Sue was okay. uh, I know that's that was that's longer back. Yeah. But and Domenick Sue was was also just but you know he, and he had to come from the nose tackle spot, which was right. You know, you're almost always going to get some sort of a double. At least going to have to go through two two players. Whereas uh, Chase, I mean, he, he, yeah, Miles Garrett at Texas A and M uh, was was very impressive. Um, Javon Curse at Florida is someone that comes to mind for me. Oh yeah, they called him a free
1: clowny, clowny as well, right? Clowny. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. But uh-huh. He's, I mean, he's really good. And with the dreadlocks and the, the predator, you know, uh, nickname, uh, he's, he's fun to watch, but Ohio state hangs on. Let's talk about another, uh, we got all three O teams in my, in my lineup today. Uh, let's go with the Oklahoma game and then we'll talk about the Oregon loss, Ooh. uh, Oklahoma, another just challenge to get to the finish against TCU. They were up big. Then they kind of, you know, gave up some points. They get kind of a, I don't know if you guys saw the the bad spot the good spot however you want to look at it fourth it's a third down and short and they run it and i I thought he clearly was stopped and they they reviewed it and said nope we got a first down <laughs> and uh, it was that was the end of the game um and then and then the oregon stunner bill out in in this in the desert uh, one of those games that you and I were watching. We were texting back and forth, and you just you kept waiting for Arizona
1: State to give it up, didn't you? Absolutely. I mean, that's just my life. That's you know, I've, we've talked about that many times on the on the podcast, or you know, I just something will go horribly wrong. But man, they hung in there. It was a, a lot of fun to watch, and Herbert was just average. He, yeah. you know, he had the, he had a, he well, kind of, well, he fourth, was, fourth quarter. He, he looked great, but
0: he was literally average. And then the next drive he would be on point. Oh well,
1: yeah. One uh, minute Joseph four plays in a minute. Yeah. yeah. And Joseph, a local kid, a Chandler high school product who comes mm-hmm. home and terrorizes, uh, all the fans in the stands. That was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. My son's at a bachelor party in San Diego, right? He's living the life, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there's like 11 guys in a Airbnb on mission beach and 6 of them went to ASU. So I was wow. texting with him as well. They had a great time <laughs> with with I'm sure a ton of drinks uh flowing, well, you know. Well, to- how
0: good how good to be out there for that because, you know, the game ends at what 7:30 at night.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, they were I'm sure they were just getting ready to go out. So Yeah. yeah all good for him.
0: Well, it was really, a, you know, just the turning play obviously Bill was the the deep pass after they come within three, yep, uh, and you're thinking like, all right, here they go. They're going to blow it. They're going to go three and out, and yep. they just don't contain the guy. He gets behind them. Yep. Makes a great catch. I mean, runs under the ball. One of those perfect throws by by Jaden uh, to get it down to him.
1: It, is Jaden Williams look like he could just snap in half with like one good hit? He is such a skinny kid, but he's only 18. So, you know, maybe he's got a couple of years where he'll fill out a little bit. Um, but I just don't think I've ever seen such a – I don't know how to put it. I know it's college football, but he looks young. Yeah, and, and he softball. looks like he
0: has a big, big neck. Like who was the guy that played for the uh, for the Bills that had like the double helmet, Don BB, or he had like a really big neck, Lofton, or I'm not sure which one. it Okay. Which one was. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure. But I'm not sure. He,
0: he does look skinny.
1: Yeah, um, but so he's got an arm. He's got a great arm. I be
0: interesting to watch him grow into his body. Let's say just right. build, uh, if he can right. bulk up a little bit, and you know, if you go back and look at some of the early early footage of Cam Newton when he's in Florida, was kind of a skinny kid. And then you know went to Blinn, and then went to Auburn, and obviously kind of really grew up. Yeah, you know, kind of like it. Sling it.
1: Yeah, you, you know, you can you can be in your you can be twenty twenty one and throw and grow three inches, and you know it's you never know what's going to happen, but yeah, it's a great win, and it's good to see Herm have fun like that. I mean, it's great because after a, what a five and one start, ranked eighteenth in the country, and then lose four in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a rough season. Yeah, now, they now they're all eligible, and they get to play U of A. So I, I saw
0: a stat. Uh, they hadn't led a game since October twelfth. That's right.
1: Yeah, they hadn't
0: bad. led. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Shay, what was the uh, talk this morning when everybody woke up in uh, in Portland, Oregon?
2: It was kind of a reality check. It was um, it it was a somber mood for sure. Uh, Oregon was kind of sneaking around that five six spot and feeling like they had a chance to kind of backdoor their way into the college football playoff. But Sean, you saw it. Uh, being at Ohio State firsthand, you, you've seen it many Florida games. Bill, you're down at Florida, too. We talk about size and we talk about um, the quarterback for, for Arizona State being a freshman. There's such a difference between an 18-, 19-year-old freshman in the Pac-12 than there is an 18-, 19-year-old, i.e. Bo Nix type of freshman in the SEC yeah. or the Big Ten. The quality of football is just so different because the yep. size and the speed of the game is just so different.
1: So are, are you setting up the conversation here early with that comment Shay that even if Utah can beat Oregon they probably don't deserve to be in the uh final four like uh, even a two uh one-loss Alabama that doesn't play in the championship game still should get in but the SEC. Absolutely. They yeah. they have
2: no quality wins. Uh the Pac-12 seems to do it to themselves all the time. Yeah. Um you you needed a one-loss Utah versus a one-loss Oregon for either yeah. of the two to have a case to even get in. But now you look at a team like Oklahoma, who's kind of just kind of pushing the back door around. I think they got their tournaments confused. They think it's the, the basketball tournament where you just survive <laughs> and advance, as opposed to the football <laughs> tournament. But they keep surviving and advancing. And if they're able to knock, if they're able to win next week against Oklahoma State and then knock off a Baylor team in the Pac-12 championship, you're looking at a one-loss conference champion. It's they have a legitimate case to get in the playoff now.
1: And Utah yeah. can't say the same thing. They'd be a one-loss conference champion.
2: You you can't say that when your one loss yeah. is, is to USC, who's who's lost what four games on a season. And so
1: yeah, so once again, the Pac-12 just shoots himself by yeah. by by and, ASU playing great on a a Saturday night at home, and, and they and f up know, the Pac-12 champs, champs. As
0: we say, guys, there's still three weeks of action, counting this week and uh, next week. You know, is listen. That the pump
1: the break speech is that what this is? This?
0: The pump the break speech. Yes, this <laughs> is the. Uh, um, you know, you see it happening and everybody's already starting to now pencil in, oh, here's what's going to happen. And everybody, everybody who's not um, Alabama is all worried about like, oh, Alabama's going to somehow find a way to get in. Hold on. Um, Utah, let's, let's just not just give them the win at Colorado this week, because once again, now all the pressure on them, yep. because that would really F things up if they lose to Colorado. Then it doesn't matter what happens the next week in Santa Clara, right? And
2: and, um, and 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 you raise a good point about Colorado. Colorado got a big win this week. They beat Washington this week, yeah. but Colorado has arguably the best receiver in the country that no one knows about in Lavisca Chennault.
0: Okay, yeah. So cool. So watch that. Look, Utah. Utah's bread and butter is their defense. Um, they're they're you know they're they're playing unbelievable right now, but they've got they've still got to win too. To even have an argument. So let's just set that aside. Oklahoma is going to have to win out. Baylor had a, had a big win. Um, you know, they, they win and position themselves. Uh, they play, uh, who, they play TCU next week. I forget who they TCU play. TCU
2: and then the uh, they, the big 12.
0: They play at Kansas. I think Baylor plays at Kansas, I think, um, next week. If you can look that I'll up. She, well, Go okay, ahead. Yeah. I'll take care of Yeah. Um, so, but obviously right now it looks like it would be Baylor and, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma in the big 12 championship. Minnesota is going to play Wisconsin.
1: They control their own um, destiny. In a ga- yep, they do. Enterprise. And, and
0: ga- game day is game day is going to be there. So, um, takes Minnesota off the never appeared on game day uh, list. I think there's mm-hmm. now seven or eight division one, uh, power five schools left. Um, and they're pretty much all basketball schools like Wake Forest, Virginia. I was kind of surprised about I was never wow. hosted Sy- Syracuse, Illinois. Um, couple others um that that haven't um but uh let's let's look at next week and because obviously you know the pieces continue to still move around and 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 thursday the the game of note besides the two pro games which that uh, who does detroit play i don't know that's gonna be a hard game to watch dallas dallas plays um dallas plays buffalo so that could be a Decent game with Josh Allen.
1: And there's three games. There's a night game. Too. Who's in that game? There's always two. The Falcons oh, and the Saints. Oh, the Falcons and early. the Saints are the oh, night okay. game. Okay, where's the night
0: game? Is,
2: is the Bears and the Lions in the early game? Uh, the Cowboys and the Bills. Uh, yeah. That brings back some memories of yesterday. In the middle game, and then you got the Saints of the Falcons in the late in the late show.
1: How old were okay. you in those? How old were you when the Bills were losing to the Cowboys in the Super Bowl?
2: Hey, man, I still remember when Thurman Thomas couldn't find his helmet. That's how my dad got me to put my hat on before I went outside. Oh, that's it's funny. It's not be Thurman Thomas. <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: That's great. Um, four, uh, three games, uh, not counting the uh early in the week, but uh, Egg Bowl is on Thursday night, so that'll have my attention. Um, Mississippi at Mississippi State. Friday, uh, one game of note, two games of note, obviously, uh, multiple games of note, but, but the big one, obviously, is UC at Memphis. Um, that's a – I think a four o'clock kick number 19, UC number 18, Memphis uh, for the ACC title. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty big game there. Uh, and then the Apple cup, Shay up the street from you, uh, Washington state goes to Washington. Uh, neither team really of significance this year, but always a fun one to watch. You also have um, some of the other games that you have uh, Iowa at Nebraska. Um, but really that, that UC Memphis game is the one everybody we will be watching and then Saturday, rivalry Saturday. Uh, it starts at noon up in Ann Arbor. Mm. OSU, Michigan, Ryan Day looking for a undefeated regular season as the first year coach Harbaugh. They're they're playing well. Can they can they put it together against a very powerful, very dynamic Buckeye football team? Uh, you know, just your early thoughts on that, guys.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple things. Um, Michigan's kind of rolling right now. Ever since they got the Notre Dame victory, they've been kind of rolling. But it's interesting to it, – one of the things to watch is Jim Harbaugh's notorious for being kind of like a bully, just beating up on the bad team. But he can never get that big win against Ohio State, and he gets him at home. Um, if you watch that Ohio State-Penn State game, it looked, like, uh, it looked like Fields, the quarterback, had a little issue with his wrist maybe. Looked like he was coming up gimp on his wrist a couple times, and I think in the second half he kind of, you know, handed the ball off. Or maybe in the first half he would have kept it before that wrist. How serious is that wrist injury, and will that come into a, come into play on Saturday?
0: Interesting. All right, uh, Bama plays Auburn. Uh, obviously, one of the arguments for Bama to have a chance is they have to not only beat Auburn, they probably have to look good doing it. Remember Auburn, you know, all the non all the Bama haters will use the fact that. Auburn's not really – shouldn't be a ranked team. They've lost – you know, they, they have all these, you know, losses. But look at who their losses have been to. Florida, Georgia, LSU. <laughs> so, pretty good list. Once again, bad losses versus good wins uh, becomes kind of an argument at this point in time. Wisconsin, Minnesota, as we talked about. Uh, and then, obviously, my interest, Florida State and Florida plays a night game. Dan Mullen in Florida looking to go. Uh, 10, Ten wins in the first two years of his tenure. Um, obviously a critical, critical, um, critical game for a lot of different reasons, recruiting and things like that. Cause you see what happens when a, when a big school in Florida does not win like, like Miami, uh, since, since the game ended yesterday against FIU, they've already had three D commits uh, from their next year's class. I, I see you kind of just almost raising your eyebrows. Like, yeah, that was tough, right? They lose to FIU. Um,
1: that's not Kiffin Kiffin's FAU, right?
0: Yeah, this Correct. is uh, Butch Davis.
1: Oh, Butch wow. Davis,
0: Jeez. former Miami Hurricanes coach. Right, <laughs>
2: which makes it even worse, right? Oh, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oof. So you know, a good slate, always a fun one. Uh, there's obviously some other rivalry games, but but those are the big ones. Obviously, they're going to impact a lot of the stories. Um, so OSU's early, uh, Florida's late, uh, and then Bama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl, and Wisconsin, Minnesota uh, is at three at three thirty window.
1: Sean, I'll be at. Uh... Disney World at the uh, Galaxy's Edge Star Wars thing with my 26 year old Star Wars fanboy son and wife. Um, okay. Do you think there's televisions there, maybe to catch a game? <laughs> <laughs> there,
0: there's a phone. I guess that's what. I you're guess have to I'll look be on. At. I'll
1: be on that score app.
0: <laughs> Down, d- download the apps. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Any other college uh, college football you want to hit on before? Actually, I know your your t- timeline might be tough.
2: Yeah, I mean, Saturday, Saturday is going to be a great day of college football. Like, once everybody's kind of eating leftover turkey or, you know, maybe just relaxing with the family. That Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game is going to be a huge game. Bedlam's going to be huge.
0: Bedlam's always fun, right?
2: Bedlam's going to be huge. Actually, uh, Oklahoma State's freshman, Richard, freshman quarterback actually had hand surgery this week, so he's not going to be available for that game. Hmm. But it'll be interesting to see. Can Oklahoma's defense do anything yep. to keep them in the hunt? Um, we talked about the Utah-Colorado game. LSU Texas A and M. It's a rivalry that that we don't think is a rivalry, but that's a rivalry game down there. And LSU still needs to to take care of business, but will they take their foot off the gas? Any knowing that they have Georgia coming up next, the following week in the SEC Championship.
0: Yep, so, that's good, good. Good question. And then obviously Georgia goes to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech not a great team this year, but once again, rivals like that. Uh, you know, and um, you know, you never know. Uh, you, you get a you go early lead. You pick up some turnovers. Riley's heading back from – she got home yesterday. Uh, she'll head back the day after Thanksgiving and go to her first Clemson-South Carolina game. Last time they are obviously be playing in Columbia before graduation. So um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but one, one thing we didn't throw out on the um, – when we talked about Oregon and Oklahoma and Utah, uh, Shay, I threw out on the text thread last night, you know, everything goes to hell in a handbasket if Georgia would somehow beat LSU in the SEC championship game because then you're going to get two SEC – then there's, the, I think there's no way you don't put two SEC teams in. There's no way you drop LSU below four. Uh, that takes care of the Alabama argument. But all the people that are bitching about there being two SEC teams with one of them being Alabama, then there's no, there's no argument. If Georgia beats number one LSU, they move up from two to three. Ohio State goes from one to two in, in most cases, assuming they went out. Clemson goes to two. Georgia goes into three, I think, and then, and then LSU at four.
1: Look,
2: I mean, we can, we can, we could can talk hypotheticals all day. And I'll give you I mean, we could do it all day because I I looked at a scenario yesterday that kind of tripped me out was if if Clemson stubs their toe somewhere or Minnesota were able to beat Ohio State, you could potentially be looking at three SEC teams.
0: I <laughs> got that the world <laughs> would <was> absolutely <laughs> explode. Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. So um, let's talk some college hoops really quick. Uh, the Gators actually tip off here in a little bit. Uh, Gators playing Xavier tonight in a tournament down in Columbia, or in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. So that'll be one to keep my eye on. They, they took care of Miami this week to kind of get back on the winning uh, streak. Um, Shay, anything Louisville up to number two, Duke number one, uh, Michigan State number three. Did you see anything of interest this week in college hoops?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I want to call out Georgetown, man. Georgetown played Duke in the Garden a couple days ago, and uh, Georgetown gave them all they can handle. Patrick Ewing has uh, is the coach of Georgetown, and he has his Georgetown team rolling, man. They've uh, they're buying into what he's preaching, and uh, they're fighting. They're fighting to the very end, and they'll be, I think, a, a pretty interesting team in that Big East conference.
0: Nice. Um, NBA. I was surprised. You probably weren't, Shea, but when I looked at the eastern standings, uh, Milwaukee, um, quietly 13-3. and three. Not quietly because, obviously, they have one of the best players in the game, arguably probably one of the top three players in Giannis. But they're, they're playing some good basketball as well as Boston, uh, Miami, and Philadelphia kind of rounding out the top four. Uh, really, it's top heavy in the east right now because I think the seventh and eighth best teams right now are under 500.
2: They are. Uh, You're looking at uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn and Orlando are under 500, And then you got uh, Washington kind of bringing up the rear there as well. Um, The Eastern Conference is going to be interesting. Um, Kimball Walker Walker goes down with a concussion on Friday night. He went off on stretcher, Uh, didn't he? He did. He did. They wanted to stabilize his head. Uh, He was released from the hospital later that night. Um, But he's uh, in concussion protocol. It's sad that we have concussion protocol even for basketball nowadays. Right. <laughs> um, so the East is going to be tight. So that's kind of anybody's race. Toronto still playing well. And the Miami Heat just keep rolling along. Um, it, Boston, not Boston, pardon me. Uh, Milwaukee does this every year where they, they just dominate the regular season. But will Coach Boutenhauser be able to get the guys in line in the playoffs where it really matters?
0: Okay. So keep a note of that. Uh, Toronto chugging along right there. I think they're in fourth spot. Uh, out West though, uh, Lakers, no surprise, but I think I, I just want you to hit on what Dallas is doing right now. Shay. they are Denver. I think you knew, and you said early that De- Denver, you know, watch out for Denver, just kind of being that, that non, uh, that non spotlight team. You know, I think people will see that. I, I believe they'll probably play one of the marquee games on Dow- on uh, Christmas. Um, but, Denver, uh, I really like this Dallas team from what I see of them.
2: Yeah, Luka Doncic, man. We can't talk about Luka enough. Luka Doncic, man, is the youngest player ever with a 30-point triple-double. And uh, every night, he just brings it every night. And he's by far the best player on the court, almost night in and night out, for a second-year player. That's amazing. He's kind
0: of a weird matchup, isn't he, though? He's like, what, six – he's almost like a Larry Bird-Magic hybrid.
2: Yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's a great comparison. He's uh he can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. He's a playmaker. He's a he can Pass the ball. Pass it. Always compose. He's always on a composure, which is great.
1: At 20 you know? years old, at 20 years old, right? <laughs> well, allegedly.
0: <laughs> Danny Almonte. That's how you say Luka Doncic. In,
1: uh... That's good. I love that. 12. I swear he's 12. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
2: we talk about out west, so we got two surprises out west, man. We want to talk about uh, San Antonio with a win the other night, but they've lost what five out of five out of seven, five out of their mm-hmm. last seven, and they're uh, they're six and eleven on the season, which is a struggle even for Popovich. And then the Portland Trailblazers are just five out of twelve. You bring in Carmelo,
0: but that doesn't seem to help. Yeah, he's five twelve. That sounds
1: he, familiar.
0: He had a rough <laughs> debut, didn't he? Four yeah he did. 14, fourteen. Uh, you know, he's rusty, man. He's rusty, but
2: it, it, it's still. Uh, he he didn't play last year. He basically he's been on. He's been out of the league for a year. Yeah, let's say it's called a year and a half. Almost seems like, but he came in the same draft as LeBron James.
0: Mm.
2: Just think wow. about LeBron being able to play at this high level seventeen yeah, that's crazy. years, seventeen seasons.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Carmelo, um, Carmelo has had. Probably eighty-two games worth of injuries that he's missed, and LeBron has had really no stretch where he missed a week, even right.
1: Just last no, year, with the, last year, with with the last year. yep, yeah. right, Other, right, right, man, right. He was always healthy, right? Mm. Or, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. pretty impressive. All right, let's uh, let's let's wrap up with NFL guys um, without without real quick, real quick in every uh, every episode. <laughs> with Todd, Todd jumping in, real quick. <laughs> oh, you threw uh, him under
1: the bus with the real quick. I'm right. just kidding. No, it's good. Uh, you, kid, you, you kid because you love. Okay, exactly. Good. Uh, right.
0: Let's let's talk NFL, guys. Uh, Thursday night's game, I didn't see a lick of, but I know Houston beat Indianapolis. Um, but today, Bill, Jameis Winston wins while looking <laughs> pedestrian with his two 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 more interceptions. I believe he has twenty now on the season. Yeah, that sound right.
1: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> Jameis, good old Jameis. Yeah, tonight, you know, look. Uh, I think the Falcons. Look, the Falcons were the Falcons. They were the one in seven Falcons. And that's all the difference that, that's what the Buccaneers needed. That's what Jameis needed. Yeah,
0: you gotta beat yeah, you gotta be the teams you should beat, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh I, I don't you know, Matt Ryan was um out of sorts almost the whole game, right? Shea, wouldn't you say did you get a chance to watch some of that one?
2: Yeah, I watched a good bit of it. Uh yeah, yeah I agree with you. Matty was yeah. out of it. And he yes, an got injuries her. to the receivers. Yeah, Julio yeah. and Ridley both come up uh with a shoulder injury.
1: Yeah, so that, that's that that's was tough. that was a big big problem, and I'll tell you, Ronald Jones, man, he's he is, he's turning into everything they thought he was last year when they drafted him, because he had a horrible, you know, rookie season—not horrible, but just way below expectations. But man, he's a beast this year. That's the one bright side for the Bucks. You know, Arians though, know, yeah, how, how does Arians fix Jameis? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh let's go let's go kind of around the local teams. Uh Shay while well, Shay also uh you know is Atlanta fan, your your Seahawks, uh, and I say you're meaning out west, uh they, they go into Lincoln financial field and kind of dominate Philadelphia, who um, you know, only by way of Dallas's loss in in uh, New England uh, it, are they still in it because the other two teams in the in the NFC East are are out of it. But Seattle tricks it up, does a little flea flicker. Um don't don't count on the Seahawks right now, baby. They're, they're coming on.
2: Guys, I get it. Philadelphia is not great. Philadelphia is not the Philadelphia of, of two, three years ago. But this Seattle team, watch out. They're quiet, and they just do whatever it takes to win. Um, they had running back issues today. Rashad Penny steps up and he gets like 129 yards on the ground. Uh, they were missing a couple defensive linemen. They travel cross-country. The time of the game was changed so they could flex uh, They the Packers and 49ers to the Sunday night game, which this game was initially scheduled for Sunday night. So that factors into your cross-country travel, too. And they don't complain. There's no big names other than Russell Wilson. They just get in, put your hard hat on, and go to work and win.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how you can't, uh, you don't have to be a fan of Russell Wilson, but man, you got to respect the guy. He's just so quiet. He's so poised. Um, just really just doesn't do a lot of hype, but man, just executes, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Did you see the uh, stat for uh, for him today? Was he's the first quarterback in NFL history to be uh, the starting quarterback of a team and in his first eight seasons have a winning season every year? Wow. Well, they got their ninth win today. So, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty impressive when you, when you go down all the list of quarterbacks that have been around.
0: Yep. Uh, other local games in my interest, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Pittsburgh over Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati had a chance. They fumbled the ball. They let Pittsburgh drive down. They they stay 0-11, still the only winless team uh, left in the NFL. And then Cleveland beats Miami. Baker Mayfield uh, had a game, uh, three touchdowns, hit OBG. OBJ. Finally, hit, finally hit, with
1: his first touchdown yep, of the year.
0: Hit Landry. Uh, they looked good. Uh, they played the Dolphins, so once again, uh, they, head, they head into Pittsburgh next week. Uh, I think there's going to be some heat in that game. Uh, Probably a little emotions going in that game. Uh, although Mason Rudolph was benched today in Cincinnati, could not could not break an egg in Cincinnati. They bring in Devlin Hodges for the win. Yes, exactly, Bill.
1: What? Who's that? No idea. What college know. do you play at, Shea?
0: Uh Devlin
2: Hodges Liberty, I want to oh, say. Samford. 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 Sanford. Sanford. With an
1: M. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Stanford. Samford. Yeah okay gotcha right. yep
0: so we'll see it uh, but listen we, hey, we did, talked did, about it early in the season we talked about cleveland getting off you know off to a rough start but then we kind of looked at the schedule and we said all right they got Bengals twice still they got baltimore at home or they already beat baltimore on the road. they got pittsburgh now if they can somehow go into pit three rivers i believe they still also have the uh, char- uh chargers maybe um or the raiders um so they still have you know some winnable games
1: uh did you talk about the Raiders already? I, I might have zoned. No the,
0: Raiders, no, the Raiders got <laughs> killed. Hammered. Killed by the Jets.
1: I mean, that's like a they were the darlings of the league, you know. Everything look at the Raiders, look out. They're gonna, you know, contend in the West and just bam, that's a crater job with a, uh, to get smoked by the Jets. I don't care if they traveled. Were they in New York? I think they were, yeah. So they were. Yeah. They were wow.
0: in New York. Yeah. And then Chicago beat the Giants. Um of note in the Bills-Denver game, guys. Um, how about Frank Gore be- becoming quietly the number three all-time leading rusher in the NFL?
1: So he is he passed Billy. That's Barry Sanders. Sanders. Barry Sanders. I'm passed sorry. That's Barry yeah.
0: Sanders today. Yeah. Wow. He passed. um Who he passed earlier in the season? He passed. Um, ah, some some of. Not sure. Games.
1: That's but that's definitely that's a compiler. That's a guy who's just not going to go away. He's yeah, kind right? of compiled the numbers, right? Because Barry Sanders did it in probably ten seasons fewer than Frank Gore.
0: <laughs> You're right.
1: But that's all right. right. He's hanging so, around.
0: Pretty impressive. Uh, Washington. Washington wins their second game of the year over Detroit. Um, funny story in that. Um, uh, what's the name of the quarterback? Got it from the Buckeyes. Uh, gets his first start and first win. Um, For who? Dwayne Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh the Washington. And, and
0: he he missed the last play of the game because he was taking a selfie with a fan uh he didn't realize the, the clock had hadn't run out so
1: he was over by the oh, sidelines no. taking a selfie no the co- no the
0: coaches couldn't find him so they they had to grab case keenum to go in and, and do the victory formation <laughs>
1: that's, uh,
0: that's, a, that's a that's a 2019 problem isn't it bill
1: wow yeah that's i'm trying <laughs> that's i like i like i can't find my helmet way better <laughs> <Right? for> Thomas, <laughs> instead of taking a selfie <laughs>
0: Tennessee wins over Jacksonville. Uh, New England in a pouring down rain uh, beats Dallas. Interesting decision by Jason Garrett to go for the field goal there at the end of the game when they're down. They you know they still wouldn't need you touchdown touchdown
1: um, and didn't go for it on fourth down. But uh, hey, Sean, you you know you, when it's 38 degrees and rain's coming down, what is that like? Isn't it turned into sleet or ice or is it hurt?
0: Uh, I mean, it rained at the, in the halftime of the Buckeye game yesterday and for part of the third quarter. It's chilly. Uh, you know, it's uncomfortable.
1: Would you rather it snowed than have rain at 38? Would you rather have snow at 34 or something like uh,
0: that? A dry snow is way better than 37 <laughs> in rain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It just becomes super slick. Um, yeah. and every, you know, everything when you're tackling and, you know, planting your foot and everything like that, it's, it's just, it's, you know, not, not fun. Uh, hmm. I think this was the last week guys, where we had multiple buys. There's four teams on a buy this week. Uh, right now we got the, uh, Pretty good game going right now. You got the Packers at the 49ers, as as um, as you talked about, Shay. They flex that, and then tomorrow night should be one at least to watch. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens go out to the LA Rams to play. And yeah. look, the Rams haven't looked like the team that we saw last year, kind of raced through the league um, with Sean.
1: Uh, Here I'll do my Todd okay. my Todd impression. Let's just say I've got some interest in Robert Woods and Mark Ingram in that game. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to make the playoffs, okay? <laughs> I need some help. So, <laughs> so I want to
2: back. I want to backtrack. Since we're in the NFL, something we kind of talked about earlier. Devlin Hodges coming into the Pittsburgh game today. Yeah, it, it kind of closed out the win in Cincinnati. But you know what this does? Do you know who Pittsburgh plays next week? Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tomlin just seems like he just strategically planned this so Mason Rudolph doesn't have to go against the Browns
0: next week. Which did you find it interesting that, he, that Mason Rudolph got the highest fine of any of the players in that fight last week? Yeah, he didn't
1: get he didn't get suspended, so he didn't he didn't lose a game check. It makes sense to me. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: You're right, Shade. It's kind of coincidental that you know, is he, is he, was he pulled because, and and, if Devon, Devon Hodges doesn't win the game, maybe the, you got to put Mason Rudolph back in. But like I said, I think there's going to be extra, uh, probably extra, memos from the NFL to both those teams in the in the week coming, saying we're watching you guys. Um,
1: the officials will be uh, properly yeah. set up with. Yep. Multiple Pittsburgh. yellow flags in the pocket so they don't miss one.
0: Listen, it's, it's it's kind of setting up. Pittsburgh's defense is playing great. Cleveland after today, uh, the offense looked really strong. Uh, once again, dial it back. It was the Dolphins. But, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield kind of did what he wanted to do today uh, in that game.
2: Did you guys uh, happen to catch the videos today of the Cleveland Browns tailgaters? Yes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, no, no. Did you see I it? Did you see it? No, they were. They had a big pinata that looked looked like Mason Rudolph, and they were blindfolding people, swinging a helmet to try and. Uh, knock oh damn it that's
1: awesome <laughs> oh my god so they were spinning <laughs> these adults Smash around the helmet them. on the rudolph instead of pin the tail on the donkey i get it <laughs> awesome. yeah. or it was yeah, a was, pinata either one yeah it, doesn't it, matter. it
0: was a huge pinata and it was just hilarious and you know of course the wow people are saying you know what a joke the browns organization is but it's like that's kind of funny you know it, it, it really was that's fine
1: it's yeah. funny yeah, it was funny. They're just really lucky he wasn't seriously injured. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of made it funny.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, all right, guys, let's uh, let's call it a night. Shay, I know you you got some plans tonight. And, Bill, you got some editing to do. Yep. Let's go on the horn really quick. Um, and shout out to Todd and his family, I know, uh, down in Florida before the Thanksgiving break. Shay, what do you got coming up this week? Are you you staying, staying in town for the holidays or do you meet up with family somewhere?
2: Yeah, I'll be in town. Uh, I'll be in town for Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, maybe I can make it home for Christmas, but I'll be stuck in the Northwest for Thanksgiving. Uh, the one, uh, the one icing on the cake for me and the highlight for my week will probably be the Iron Bowl on Saturday.
1: So,
0: cool. That's your must-watch, huh? Yeah. All right, Bill. How about you? Tell us about uh, who you got coming up on the stare down this week.
1: So uh, this Tuesday will be episode two hundred and fifteen. It's Dan Stewart. Founder and CEO of Happy Grasshopper. It took, took way too long to get him on the show. And I do want to point out, I I, um, I interviewed for the following week already. Her name is Ogla Gatama. She's uh, from Kenya and grew up in a village in Kenya. And she's now, after three years as a realtor, bought a Keller Williams franchise. Wow. It's an amazing story, Sean. You'll yeah, like it a lot. Her, yeah. She's really cool. So she's uh, she's in two weeks. <laughs> I've got uh, Michelle Herndon. I don't know if you know that name out of Florida. I do out. That name. Yep. A guy from Street Text and Mark Davison is on the books. Nice be interviewing Mark Davison. So, uh, I'm, a lot of a lot of stuff being set up, so I don't have to work so much at the end of December. Right.
0: Good. And I talked to a friend that we we got to have on there too, Linda Hobkirk. Um,
1: oh yeah, I I know her well. It's just silly. I, she, you know,
0: she she'd be a good voice to have on there and a good story yeah. coming from LA to, to Arkansas.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Happy. Um, to. Good. How good. close to Fort Smith were you by the way when you were? Uh, uh,
0: about four hours. I'm, gonna, oh, okay. You're I'm waiting going to going back. I go back next week um, at the end of the week. And I fly into Fort, I fly into um, Little Rock. Never been in oh, okay. Little Rock. So knocking off another airport uh, for the week or for the year. And uh, I think from Little Rock, I'm still an hour north of Fort Smith.
1: I've been to Fort Smith because you know who's in Fort Smith? Weldon, Williams and Lick. They are the manufacturer of Super Bowl tickets and lots of other tickets. And they were, they handled the Padres. Oh wow! These tickets when I was there, so they flew us in three of us on a snowy, wintry, you know, February day to check out the plant. And they still have some of these printing presses that are like a hundred years old to print certain kinds of tickets. It's just really an amazing place. This was twenty years ago, but that's kind of neat. My, my one little trip to Arkansas, that was it.
0: Yeah, Fort yeah. Smith. And I think um, uh, I think Corliss Williamson might have been from that. Yeah. From there, I don't know. Remember, Corliss played
1: for the Yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, for me, uh, it's a home week, so a rare week where I'm not not on the road. So, trying to catch up and get um, have a little client appreciation party on Tuesday night um, with some craft beers in town. So that should be fun. And then uh, got a couple opportunities to get some some business here, Bill, uh, on the listing side in the nice. next couple weeks. So nice, be nice to get some listings heading into the holidays. Good. So, hey, look on behalf of Shay and Bill and our good buddy Todd, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the Stare Down.